You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast with the 6FB, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. And here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi, and welcome to the Bookkeepers Podcast. I'm Zoe Whitman. I'm in Bristol, and I'm joined by Joe Wood in Kent. Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, Zoe. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. I'm having a good day. Um, Today, we are absolutely delighted to be joined by Gary Turner. Gary is the co-founder and MD of Zero, and um, we thought it would be lovely to get Gary on to talk to us on day nine of our Bookkeepers Bootcamp about uh, bookkeepers really being the future and like what we can add to the businesses in our networks. Um, So, Gary, over to you. How are you doing? Thanks for joining us. Uh, um, uh, well, first of all, thank you for the invitation to come along. I, you guys are building a really interesting following and it's been really successful this year. So I'm in great company um, joining you today. Um, yeah, I, I think like everybody else, it's been a really strange year and continues to be strange and challenging. And um, uh, But one of the most important things that, that I think everybody gets is the ability to connect and to kind of share share some of the struggles that people are dealing with as well as coming up with solutions. And so um, I love the fact that you've pulled this together and you're helping so many, so many bookkeepers. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And we have been um, like loving having the boot camp, having the interaction, and it just shows that how much we all need each other. And um, I think when I started off in business, if everything felt like a competition, but now I really feel like we're in the collaboration stage. And, you know, actually, there's so much work out there, there is so much help that is needed and what we can offer. So, you know, the first question for you is, you know, what, how can bookkeepers um, help and why are they so important in shaping the future of like the economy and small businesses in general? I think that bookkeepers have have long been the kind of unsung heroes in the back room. You know, they, they don't get necessarily the recognition that they deserve um, in many places. I mean, accountants are the people that help with tax, and accountants you, you can build a, a professional career with an accounting qualification. And, and bookkeeping is is somewhat in in the background and and in, in that context. But I think bookkeepers are just as important. Um, it, it, it enabling businesses to just stay on top of where they are. And, and I think the job of a bookkeeper has changed. I mean, everybody's job has changed in the last 20 years. And it's not just bookkeepers, but I think bookkeepers particularly feel this question that I know that uh, we've, we've been like listening to and observing over the last decade is, is technology going to come along and, and, and get rid of bookkeeping? And once you have something like zero, then you don't need a bookkeeper anymore. And we've never believed that and still don't believe that. I think, like lots of industries, it's changing. But I think bookkeepers remain so important um, in, in, in helping businesses keep on top of, on top of stuff, and particularly um, in this year where not knowing where you are is just another problem you can do without. There's enough of a difficulty managing your business, dealing with lockdowns, dealing with like declining customers, buying things from you or servicing your customers. There's enough out there to deal with, never mind not keeping on top of your your own financial position. And it's even more critical when we're in a, a position of economic hardship. And so I think the role of the bookkeeper, if anything, is strengthening. And people will always be really important. Bookkeepers mm-hmm. enabled by and kind of empowered by technology 
can can get out of the the classic definition of what we think of as bookkeeping and become really important co-pilots or advisors or whatever you want to call it for those business owners and entrepreneurs. Uh, and we see a lot of bookkeepers that that have grasped that opportunity and are really, really reinventing the the profession, probably for the 20th time. Bookkeeping's been around for a very long time. I'm sure it's had to reinvent itself a number of times. Yeah, and I we completely agree because how it was perceived to be a bookkeeper, I know even myself because I started off training. Zoe's an accountant. I started off training in accountancy and I had my first child and thought, oh, I'll do the easy option of doing the bookkeeping and I'll start a business from home and it'll be really easy because I'm already part qualified and I was snobby about it and I looked down my nose at bookkeepers and then I got sacked because I was rubbish because I was an accountant and not a bookkeeper and had no idea what I was doing and then I realized that actually there was a lot more to it than I had assumed and actually realized that you've got such a closer relationship and uh, got to the, the the heart of the business a lot quicker than when when I was an accountant. And uh, I I used to always, I never really spoke to many clients because I was only part qualified or I used to go in for audits um, and do things like that. But I still felt like I didn't understand because we was analyzing old data and we wasn't talking about the future. We was talking about what happened in the past. And that's what I love about bookkeeping is that we can use the technology to enable us to build those relationships and start talking about what's possible and now this is and I know that there's some bookkeepers that are in our group thinking but I just got in this to hide behind my computer and I don't want to talk to anybody and this is where me and Zoe are like come on we can help you you can do this use the technology to start conversations build those relationships and you know, work towards becoming that trusted advisor that small businesses really need. And I think we actually have the power to do that as bookkeeper. And in some instances, more than an accountant, if they haven't got those relationships and um, and worked on them. What's your view on that? I, I think I definitely agree with that. I think, um, and, your, and your point about bookkeepers, um, to, uh, the, the, the bookkeeping profession attracting people that are quite happily in the in the back room and not front of house or front of front of the office dealing with customers directly. And I, I, I can understand that it's a bit of an old stereotype, but 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 even with I mean, technology enables you to communicate in so many different ways. Uh, I, I, I'm not. I'm. I mean, I'm happy to come on podcasts and and, and do talks, but I'm actually quite introverted by default. I don't. And, and I'd much rather have text conversations with people rather than pick up the phone. And, and, and I think whether it's Slack or Teams or whatever your communication tools are, and whatever you are on the introvert, extrovert spectrum as a bookkeeper, you can kind of choose your own preference and, and your clients will, as long as you're giving them advice and you're helping them and you're timely and you're there when you need them, whether that's an SMS message on your phone or a video call or a face-to-face meeting, because it doesn't really matter so much anymore. Maybe 20 years ago, you had to go and see people, but you don't have to do that anymore. And I think if business has become anything in the last 20 years, it's definitely become much more real time. And when I mean, you think about accounting and bookkeeping 20 years ago, it was like a monthly periodic thing. You really didn't know anything during the month. You had to wait until the month end. 
And maybe about if you were lucky, by the beginning of the second week of the month after, you'd get a management report pack and you'd see whether you'd made any money or not or how you were doing. And the world has changed radically in that time and that like bank feeds and, and expenses capture apps and this kind of notion of real real time accounting. We're not there yet, but it's definitely much closer to that than it used to be. And therefore, I think the job of a bookkeeper being that kind of operational advisor, being right at the front, the sharp end of how the business is running day to day, week to week, doesn't matter whether it's the beginning of the month or the end of the month. Um, the, the opportunities to help and steer and guide those businesses have never been more plentiful and, and certainly didn't exist 20 years ago in the same way than they do today. Mm, yeah, and I, something that I found, I've just moved to a traditional accounting practice and um, it's, it's interesting because I've moved from running my own bookkeeping practice where like customers and just relationships were so, so important and we're, it's good what we're doing right now but sometimes clients are surprised when I take the time to speak to people on the phone and I know that not everyone is a a phone person like you said like you you maybe you do want to hide and send a text instead Joe and I were talking about sending people voice notes last night and it really is about like finding the thing you're most comfortable with um but but finding a way that you can reach the clients in the kind of way that they'd like to be communicated with as well so there are so many opportunities right now um do you think we we kind of need to step forward and make sure that our clients know we're available and ready like how can we just start the conversations of actually if you need a bit more I am here for you uh because it is a shift isn't it from that what people might expect from a bookkeeper into saying actually I'm here and I can do a lot more with your data than you think I can how yeah Definitely. It's a a great question. I think one of the things that that many bookkeepers and and accountants are in this category also probably don't realize is how trustworthy they are. Whether there's something about bookkeeping and accounting that people assume like accuracy, integrity, fidelity, um, that's why I go to a bookkeeper because I can't do that myself or my books are in a mess and I need somebody to help with that. And when you look across various professions, the, 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 the two professions that come out the most trusted by businesses are always uh, accounting and bookkeeping. And so bookkeepers have already got that. You've already earned the kind of license to operate and, and, the, and the, tra- the, the, the trust with, with your clients. And and therefore, anything that you go to them with proactively, you're not re- you don't need permission. You, you're not trying to earn the right to do that. You already have that right, and 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 that's respected. And actually, just um, if if you notice something uh, happening um, in in the way that a month is rolling out, maybe a client's having a particularly strong month in one respect, or something's changing, or profitability is going off off target. It's actually just being proactive and, and 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 popping up and just pointing that stuff out or doing like a like a tiny little not even like a full management report but just a, a quick summary of how things are going. Um, and, and I can't imagine any business who wouldn't want to know how they were trading, and and the way that most businesses and particularly small businesses like they go to the they go to the cash machine or they go and they log in their online banking app and see how much money's in the bank. 
that's the that's the only thing they go on in terms of knowing how they're doing. Uh, do I actually uh, do I, I, I have cash in my business or not? They don't really understand their underlying how's the business actually doing because you may have a whole chunk of cash in there, but you got a VAT bill due next month, and you should know that. And so I think uh, there are lots of opportunities for bookkeepers just to serve up insights or just how the business is going and just kind of be there for their clients on a more regular basis. And I think, I mean, some people will want to kind of productize that into a service that maybe you do, a, you create a dashboard for your clients and you get them to engage through that. Or sometimes, as you say, just picking up the phone or, or pinging them a message to say, you're having a great month, but you've got to make sure that this bill comes in, uh, sorry, this, um, this payment comes in because you'll get your VAT bill to pay next month. And so make sure you phone that customer and chase them up. And just that, helping them along. Or indeed, you phone the customer and, and get the money in the door. Just anything that can help. And clients would definitely respect that. And if it's done in the right way and it's continuous, then there's no reason why a client wouldn't be happy to pay for that. No, absolutely. And, I mean, how I kind of deal with that is I, because I've figured out what my full service is, I always, when I'm talking to a prospect, tell them everything I can do for them and I price it up for them as they have a look. And then we can take out the bits that you don't feel relevant right now. And lots of the time they go, but I know I can't afford it, but I'm never going to be able to afford it if I don't start seeing what's, you know. So a lot of them and some of them say, give me three months and I'll come back for the full package and things. So I think it's very much about um, exactly that, just talking to them and insights are amazing and this is where bookkeepers we have the power and the the ability to actually pick up the phone and say something like that because we can see it all in real time which is which is amazing um like this morning my client um she was very excited because she received a huge amount of money from hmrc and um i said to her oh that's funny that matches exactly a vat bill that we you paid about two quarters ago. Something's going wrong. Please don't spend it. Let me get on the phone to HMRC and figure out what's going on. But it's being there. Whereas if we weren't there on the day, you know that money would be gone <laughs> already if we waited. And then they'd have to pay it and it would be, you know, very yeah. miserable. So we've I was been listening to Zero on Air and um it's been really great. I've enjoyed that. And um, it's very much similar to what we've been talking about at the boot camp about the relationships and how we can, how we need to step up in this time. You know, basically our country needs us right now and we have the power to really help businesses recover and thrive in this time. I've actually had loads of extra clients come on board um, because they want to know what's going on. They need to have that cash flow forecast they need to know if they can survive through this so how do bookkeepers use the software that's available to help businesses recover or you know stay on track in this really difficult time the, the that whole thing about knowing where you are financially i remember uh, like during not not during tough economic times like we are in at the moment and we've done lots of things working with like business uh, successful business people and entrepreneurs and we've always asked them like how do you run your business and, and like, like what's the secret to your success and one of the most persistent pieces of feedback that I, I've picked up on over the years and, and it doesn't matter whether it's from the most successful entrepreneurs like famous people 
right down to kind of startup businesses is know your numbers like like everything else is secondary you've got to know what your numbers are and 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 even in even in good times the, the amount of waste and the amount of money that people are kind of burning because they're not tracking things closely enough and and it might not put their business at risk or th- are under threat but it means they're, they're missing opportunities to make more money or they're missing opportunities to grow because they're just not tracking it and it's easy when things are good just to kind of roll, roll with that but definitely when things are, are tough and if you're if you're a bookkeeper right now you you have not only a responsibility just to make sure that you're doing your, your clients um, kind of bookkeeping services appropriately but but I think there's a huge um, we we all need to kind of club together here and help each other out with advice, pointing people in the right direction. Um, just because somebody has, has has had the the conviction to kind of set up their own business and do their own thing doesn't mean they're a financial wizard. They might actually really struggle with bookkeeping principles and accounting. I mean, double entry accounting and accruals and cat. It's really quite complicated for lots and lots of people. And it kind of gets in the way of the real passion, which is running their business. And right now, not knowing whether you're you're eligible for any of the government support schemes, whether or not you should be taking them, what you would then do with that money, uh, all, all of those uh, really urgent questions that people have, I think bookkeepers are really right on point to help point them in the right direction, help them complete the application forms, get all of the kind of source documentation that they need to provide and facilitate access to government support and then help the businesses make sure that when they do get there, whether they get their £10,000 grant in or whether they put somebody on some um, employment support scheme, how, how they should go about making the most of that. Uh, because I think that is, I think we have to face up to the reality of, of this some degree of restriction in, in trade or operation for the majority of businesses, at least for another year, if not longer. And, and in fact, I think... I mean, COVID's not going to go away like the flu virus. It will evolve every year. And I hope maybe next winter we'll be going in and getting our flu jabs and our COVID jabs, and it'll be just like normal. But between now and then, there's there's a lot of a lot of concerned businesses out there and, and just somebody they can trust, somebody they, that, that understands the numbers, is fluent, understands the way HMRC works and when money lands in your account, why you shouldn't automatically go and spend it and things like that, I think are so important for the survival of businesses over the next year. And and I can't think of a, any better placed um, agent than a, than a bookkeeper to do that work. Yeah. Um, we've, we've been talking about relationships over the last, I know we're on like day nine of bootcamp, aren't we? And um, we were saying a few days ago how the, sort of angry clients that we sometimes speak to um, are the ones who are probably really afraid of what's going going on and they don't understand it they feel like they should understand it and us being the sort of approachable friend um, who can help them and the approachable business partner who can help them through and understand what's going on um, that has got to be a good place to be do you feel I certainly feel like with all of the grants and everything but it is usually the bookkeepers who are stepping up and helping out the businesses with those things do you think this is like the start of a real change in how bookkeepers are seen do you think that the role of the bookkeeper is going to change in the future I think so I think do you know there's always some degree of generational change and that's either driven by the availability of technology or government 
mandation of VAT returns being online or, or, or there's some some external factor that comes along and changes the role of the bookkeeper. And I think that, that COVID and, and living in this reality, like any other recession, um, is, is really important that the, the kind of finance team step forward. I, I think that given that, I mean, it's, it's getting on for um, about a third of the workforce in the UK was on furlough at one point in the last three or four months. So it was, it was staggering. It was like about 10 million people or something like that. Um, and hundreds of thousands, if not over a million businesses have, have had either grant funding or C-bills, loans, or some other kind of bounce-back support or any of the other schemes. And many of them will have had to hit the panic button and, and get help from their bookkeepers. And so I think bookkeepers, I'm sure, have kind of stepped forward as this like almost like emergency service provider for, for hundreds of thousands of businesses in the last six months. And that's never we've never had such a compression and such a... Uh, urgency uh, to, to mobilize the bookkeeping profession at scale. And so I think I'd love to think, and I'm sure it's the case, that many businesses will now regard their bookkeepers as much more important than they thought they were going to be before COVID came along. And I think that's another one of these generational shifts. And if that's accompanied by, well, it's not just bookkeeping, you know, I'm kind of like the eyes and ears of how your finances are going and how your business is trending and what's coming down the track and what the next three months are going to look like and what your cash flow position is going to be. Uh, it's not just about keeping on top of your paperwork and your documentation and making sure your accounts are in order. There is that kind of operational um, overwatch role that bookkeepers absolutely play. And, and, and again, during a recession like the one we're in right now, uh, that will be very evident to, to many businesses. And so I think bookkeepers... Well, well, the the stock, the equity of the bookkeeping profession can only continue to grow as businesses realize how important they are to them right now. Yeah, absolutely, and and I, I do feel that um, you know it used to be in the past. Well, we used to feel some software companies were very much for accountants, and um, and I know Zero is called accounting software, but I feel we feel that Zero you know, love bookkeepers just as much as accountants. And it used to, and in the past, it um, it used to be, oh, and it's for bookkeepers as well, for lots of different software. And it used to really get on our nerves. But I think we're starting to, with the use of the technology, we, our, our position has shifted and risen and is being able to give us a lot more, you know, a lot more stuff in our arsenal to like go and go and add so much more value to clients and I do feel that the roles of bookkeepers and accountants are merging and I follow lots of um lots of accountants on LinkedIn that just make me laugh and um Jerry and you know uh, Frankie and stuff they are they're amazing and they are put in the personal touch and that's what it's all about they're it, it doesn't matter if you're a bookkeeper or accountant. It's about what you're giving to your clients and how you're servicing them. And we, I think the bookkeepers just have got there a little bit quicker with the relationship thing because, I mean, I've been to, in the past, I've now run a virtual practice, but in the past I have been to Hindus and christenings and <laughs> weddings of my clients because I used to sit in the office with them you know, once a month, every week, um, and um, and the accountants didn't get to do that. So we were able to build up really good relationships. But now with the 
technology, we can have conversations that we couldn't maybe have before because we used to have to wait until the accountant told us what what the figures were. And then by that time, they were having the conversations with the client. So now it has it has changed. And I do think it's going to keep on changing. Um, and we love that zero love bookkeepers just as much as accountants because um it does it does lift us up because we did feel like second class didn't we Zoe in the past it's an interesting one isn't it because I come from another side that um my background is working in industry worked for lots of big companies and then I set up a bookkeeping practice on maternity leave probably like Joe says because I well you know some people were asking me for some specific work and I was like okay I can do that under a bookkeeping license it's quite a big job to get an accounting license so it's like I'll do I'll get a bookkeeping license that will help me do what I can do but I see what you mean about some people thinking of it as kind of second class and you know you can't quite do everything and we're getting there with like exams that allow uh, bookkeepers to do FRS 105 accounts and it's we're moving that away and you know zero we can do that through zero um so it is getting easier and there is more of a bloodline but certainly like working in an accounting practice now I'm doing a lot of bookkeeping that I would have been doing. My job is very similar to what my job was when I ran a bookkeeping practice. Um, and I still get to have chats on the phone with people. Maybe it's a bit more expected that I'd be having chats on the phone. I don't know. I feel sad that there's a, a bookkeeper accountant war going on because I we all work together. Um, it's just, I suppose, like everything we've been saying about relationships and we've been talking about building relationships with your software providers with your staff with your clients with your prospects um but also building connections with the other because often we'll team up with an accountant at the end of the year you know I know that you do Joe and I know that a lot of the bookkeepers in our group work with a specific accountant at the year and if you've got a good relationship it's all good we're a team um mm. I hope we can start to have some harmony <laughs> I think so. And I I think there is a bit of a kind of traditional perspective on that, that whole accountant versus bookkeeper thing. And by the way, the kind of the the dirty secret is that bookkeepers do all the work and are actually the most valuable part. And accountants would be useless without bookkeepers, right? So um but 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 I think that the the lines are absolutely blurring and and we we could see that a decade ago. And so we haven't we've always said accountants and bookkeepers accountants and bookkeepers because bookkeepers are are, are so uh, selfishly really essential stakeholders we can't just talk to accountants and ignore that bookkeepers exist and actually bookkeepers play a really big role in helping businesses but i think they're they're, they're merging together or at least there's a bit more overlap than there might have been a couple of decades ago and 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 we love this idea of what, whether it's from a bookkeeping perspective or a tax advisory perspective or a corporate finance perspective, it doesn't really matter what your specialism is. Small businesses need help. Um, and there isn't really a, a, a business coaching industry um, that's designed to do that. And then, and so, and, and, I, and I don't want to denigrate coaches because there's lots of people out there that are coaches and they, they do good work helping businesses kind of iron out their problems and strategy and people development or organizational development. I don't mean that kind of coaching. What I mean is literally like financial coaching and how you run your business coaching, not the theoretical strategy kind of behavioral coaching, uh, which, which is important. And I think there is a vacancy there. I think all small businesses don't know what they don't know. They don't know where to go for that help. 
the government, frankly, aren't really like historically, there's never been much infrastructure around educating and helping and coaching business owners on how to run their businesses effectively. They're also really busy running their businesses. There's like that classic too much time in the business, not enough time spent working on the business. And I think whether you're an accountant that wants to, to, to advise small businesses or whether you're a bookkeeper that wants to do a bit more advisory, there's a huge vacancy there in, in our economy to lift everybody. And I think bookkeepers are just as qualified to be those financial coaches as, as an accountant would be. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, this is this is the thing. When accountants train and when bookkeepers train, you train to be the technician. And no one trains you how to build a business. And so what we've tried to do in our course, you know, I started my practice April 2019 and I documented everything I did to build my uh, practice. And that's what we share in our course because we see that gaping hole where no one is helping you to do that. And the thing is that we have to get through to our bookkeepers is that they are business owners. That is the first realisation. And we, what we say is everything you do and apply to your business then becomes an advisory service you can offer to others. And if you put it into practice yourself and you succeed, you have got the skill set to advise others and help others. And I do also think the bookkeeping accountancy divide that was there is a lot to do with us bookkeepers because no one leaves school after A-levels and go, I'm going to be a bookkeeper. I want to change that, by the way. I want people to do that. But the, but they tend to want to be an accountant rather than a bookkeeper. It's not seen as a career choice. It's seen as, oh, you got made redundant. I'll train as a bookkeeper. Oh, you've had a baby. I'll train as a bookkeeper. Oh, you know, my husband's lost his job. I've got to do something. I'll train as a bookkeeper. It's never seen as the as the choice of career. And I think it's such a shame because you know, I'm running a six-figure bookkeeping business from home with my three kids and my dog. And um, I'm the breadwinner. So it, it's possible. And that idea needs to change. But I think it needs to start changing from our mindset. And I think we have a bit of imposter syndrome going on and believe that we're maybe not as good enough. I was about to admit, I was about to bring that up. I think, uh, like, uh, again, like personal or self-confidence and imposter syndrome. Um, and again, being massively simplistic and stereotypical, you probably wouldn't find many people in kind of in sales roles that have imposter syndrome because you have to. The assumption is you're outgoing, and you kind of overcome that. And then again, the stereotype is your bookkeepers this quietly in the corner, tapping away and not being the most like outgoing, extroverted personalities, and 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 that's nonsense. Um, but but I think the reality is. Everybody suffers from imposter syndrome. One of the things I've learned in my career, like I even have, everybody has imposter syndrome. And one of the cruelest things about imposter syndrome is nobody can talk about having imposter syndrome because everybody's got it, right? And the ones that don't have imposter syndrome, are the, what do you want to stay away from? They're the crazy people that think they know what they're doing and they don't, right? So you, you don't want to be that far down the spectrum. But the reality is, if you're a bookkeeper, if you've been... If you if you if you've qualified and you understand what you're doing and you you're looking after your clients, and and you understand how business works, and you you are way better than you realize. You're way better informed, and way more fluent in business finances than your clients likely are. And just because you're a bookkeeper, don't assume that kind of pigeonhole stereotype of 
you, you kind of like you're important, but you sit in the back room and you make sure everything's in order and you kind of comply to that stereotype because there's no reason why you couldn't do more. And the only thing that's holding you back is that self-image and that lack of confidence. And if, that is, if there's anything I've learned in my career, it doesn't matter whether it's in bookkeeping um, or service industries or computer programming or whatever, everybody has imposter syndrome. And if you just take one little step out of your comfort zone, people will massively value what you can bring to them in a way that you wouldn't expect, in a way that you wouldn't see in yourself. Your clients will see that. And that's one step that leads to the next step and the next step. And you're already trusted. You know what you're doing. Just stepping one 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 step out of your comfort zone and challenging that. Everybody has imposter syndrome. And once you know that, you can do anything. Amazing. I think we all needed that little mindset boost. Um, we had a really good podcast. If, you, if you're listening on the podcast, go and check out episode 32. We had Jojo Ellis coming on and talking to us about imposter syndrome during boot camp, which was just amazing. Gary, you might like I to like listen it. to that too. <laughs> um, it was a really, a really good one. And I think we do all have this, like, I, for some reason, we have this mental dialogue and we do use this phrase, just a bookkeeper. It keeps coming up at time and time again, and we need to move on from that. And actually, like what you said about being financial coaches to businesses, I really hope that I'm going to see now loads of bookkeepers going out there, rebranding as like financial coaches. Like, why not? Because that is what we're doing, isn't it? Yeah. That's what we can help our businesses with. Um we can't not talk to you about software. Um, we One of the questions I wanted to ask you is, because um, we were talking about relationships with our software providers on, I don't know, day three of our bootcamp. And I just wondered, like, how can people make sure, I know we all have account managers. How can we make sure we're getting the most from our software providers and our contacts there to help us make the most, build the best out of our businesses? Um, I think I, I can only speak for zero, uh, and we so we have a whole team, or a big team in in, in education. And all they do all day long is come up with content, whether that's written or video or uh, instructor-led classroom training, um, and all manner of online kind of um, tools and and things that we're creating. For, for two reasons. One is that um, obviously we're adding functionality and we've got to keep people up to date. So if you haven't looked at Zero for a year, then the chances are there's like 10 more things in there that weren't there a year ago that you, you, you should find out about and um, either will help you do more with Zero or will save you time because there's a new way of doing something that you don't need, you don't need to do it the old way and the new way is much faster. And so we're constantly creating new content. And so I, th so I think if there was one thing, is, is don't underestimate how frequently you need to check in on how the software and the software industry is changing and evolving all the time. And just because you did your zero certification in 2017 and you kind of passed it, passed it with flying colors and you've been to a couple of roadshows or maybe you've been to ZeroCon, that there's a load of stuff you're probably not noticing. And and the number of times I speak to people and they ask me, when are you guys finally going to add this feature? And I go, well, I did that like two years ago? And they're like, oh. So education um, or, or just keep like keeping up to date with our signing up to our, our blog updates. Uh, Zero Central, we launched a, a couple of years ago and we're constantly updating that with new kind of uh, product changes. And then the educational content that we're producing uh, because th th there's new stuff happening all the time. 
And then the other reason that the education team are so busy is then trying to kind of like come up with, well, how do you put this stuff into practice? So if part of what we do is like building the software to solve these problems and kind of streamline these workflows, how do you go about that? And so the education team are then looking through the Zero ecosystem, looking at other ecosystem software vendors to come in and talk about how their solution addresses a specific aspect of bookkeeping workflow or business management, um, as, as well as people that are, have nothing to do with software are just uh, people in the community. that We've been very lucky that we've attracted a whole lot of people that are just there to facilitate and help accountants and bookkeepers on presentation skills training or any any number of other non-software kind of disciplines that the modern uh, accountant or bookkeeper needs to be up to speed with. And so uh, I guess if it was me, just knowing how much stuff we're doing there, uh, the, the, educa the education content we're putting out all the time is 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 uh, significant. Then there's like the Zero uh, User Magazine. Social media is another great place. I check out on LinkedIn every day, and there's people sharing sharing tips about how they kind of have approached problems or overcoming client issues. And this, as you mentioned at the beginning, this world of like community support that we now live in. And and it's not like we're all competing with each other anymore. And just because you're a bookkeeper and there's another bookkeeper in the same town as you doesn't mean that you're arch enemies. Actually, you're both there trying to support the small business community. And in that respect, you have much more in common in your purpose than anything else. And so I think networking in your local community, connecting up obviously with the, the community that you guys are building this year, and it, there's no shortage of resources. I, I guess possibly there's too many, and therefore you, you, you have to set aside the time to make sure that you're focusing on the right ones. And so there, there's no shortage of, of, of help out there. Absolutely. And and like you say, it is about, um, we, we try to say, you know, you've got to try and work on your business at some time. We've just introduced for the people that are on our course, an office hour on a Monday morning at 10 o'clock where they all get together and they can hold them, each other accountable and have that community. And that's actually one thing that my account manager at Zero, Jamie, has done for me. He has held me accountable more than anybody else. And he, he always takes me back to the first conversation we had. And what I love about him is that he was on my case for about two years to have a conversation but I was employed at the time so I thought I didn't need him and then he still messaged me like once a month see how I was getting on and then the day I needed him he was there and and then I told him everything and he takes me back to that conversation every month that we speak and he says right where are we at with this this was your goal where are we at and 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 I said in our boot camp about using software suppliers as a member of staff because it costs me as much as employing a member of staff. Yeah. And um, I really do have those conversations and I say to him, okay, how are we how are we doing? Are we using it well enough? What do we need to do? What's the next bit of training? You know, so yes, it can be overwhelming, but use your account manager to guide you because they understand what you're trying to achieve and what's available for you. So that can really help. And and they also spend all day long talking to bookkeepers and accountants and and develop this like a uh, pool of experience and observations that they the ones that that go down a particular avenue what are the what are the two or three things that they had to get right before that worked and and and, and so, so so certainly the role of the account manager is that pool of knowledge and 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 pointing out the traps that you don't want to fall into as well as some of the shortcuts where you can kind of hack the system a little bit and kind of and, and really make progress. And so I think we, we, we also 
I, I, and I think maybe some people perceive because I mean we're not a not-for-profit, we're not charity, we're a commercial organisation, and our our, our 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 success is measured on like how how much how many people are using zero is one of the big like success measures. So clearly we have a bit of a vested interest in encouraging people to adopt our software, but that takes equal precedence for us with our purpose and our purpose and what motivates me and what motivates everybody. And this is going to sound like I'm going to say this kind of thing because of where I, what I do is, but it, anyone that's heard me speak before and has, 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 has spoken to me will know this is like, we do really care about helping the small business community. It's a bit of a personal mission for me personally. Um, and so we're not just here to try and sell as much zero as possible by encouraging everybody to adopt it and become this kind of digital bookkeeper. We, we know that by doing that, we're actually helping those bookkeeping practices, um, whether they're startups or whether they've been going for 10 years or longer, be more efficient. And if we can make them more efficient and they're helping the small business community, that's what gets us out of bed in the morning, is that the kind of nearly 6 million small businesses there are in the UK, half of our GDP comes from small businesses, two-thirds of our uh, uh, private sector workforce are in small business. And and we've always had this mission is that we could make all small businesses 5% more productive. That would be life-changing for the economy and for so many businesses and families. And so we're primarily motivated by our purpose about building trust and helping businesses. And if you speak with one of our account managers, they're not there just to get you to sign up for as much zero as possible because people don't want that kind of relationship. That's not why you would you would speak to them. It is how can we help you, um, and so th there's lots of there's lots of help. Yeah, and as well, you say about your like your personal interest in small business. Um, I remember listening to your story um, at ZeroCon about you know your family and your upbringing and and your mum's profession, and that's yeah. why, and that's and that's why I think you um, you've managed to make zero so bookkeeper friendly as well because I mean, yeah i'm very explicit about that and in fact um the institute of certified bookkeepers gave my mom a certificate um a couple of years ago because every time for the last 10 years i've gone to the institute of certified bookkeepers conference and and i tell the story about why because it's always been a countess of bookkeepers for us because my mom's kicked my backside enough to, to when i was growing up that bookkeepers are actually the really important ones in that equation and and uh, not just because of my mom, but but, but 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 it's pretty obvious for everybody to see. Although so many people miss the the importance of bookkeepers, and so it was amazing when uh, Gary Carter, ICB, we were uh, I, because I I told this story about my mom being a bookkeeper when I was growing up so many times at the Institute of Certified Bookkeepers, and I didn't even like ask her permission for it. I should have been paying her royalties or something like that. A couple of years ago, I said, I'll tell you what, we're, we're at the annual conference and we'll go to the awards dinner. Why don't you come as my guest and you can I'll finally pay you all, pay you for all of these years would have been name dropping your profession. And Gary Carter uh, gave her a companion of the Institute certificate, which was amazing and made made her year. Um, and, and, and Gary Carter holds my mom personally accountable for ensuring that Zero has focused on bookkeepers all this time. Oh, I love that. Joe and I were both there last year and uh, it, yeah, it's just, it's so lovely, isn't it? Um, we, I think, I, I think there's been like so much what you've, what you've said about Zero being a commercial organisation, but being able to support businesses. Mm -hmm. The same applies to bookkeepers. Like Joe was saying about how we, one of the things we're trying to say to the bookkeepers in our community is that you are running a business 
you're running a business for the purposes of making a profit, providing an income for yourself. And we've got to remember as well that we are in business to help businesses. Of course we are. That is, of course, part of the reason we're doing this. But we are also in business to make money and if we can be efficient by using the tools, if we can use the, the software and the tools that are out there that are going to help us do that, we can help ourselves and we can also yeah. help our clients. And, you know, what better like what better message to be sending out to bookkeepers here? Um, Gary, I think it's really obvious for people how to connect with you, but do you want to uh, share how people can get in touch if they want to? Of course, to? of course. Um, I'm probably the easiest way, the one that I check most frequently would be um, on Twitter. So I'm at Gary Turner on Twitter. Um, I was into Twitter early, so I managed to kind of be the first Gary Turner ever to sign up for it. So it's not any, it's just Gary Turner on its own. I wasn't there that early. I could just get Gary, but anyway. Um, and so yeah, Gary Turner on Twitter, or if you've got any questions relating to zero or any points that people kind of would want to raise then we're also at zero XERO on Twitter. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for the invitation. No, our pleasure. Um, just before we wrap up, then let's remind you where you can connect with us. So um, at the moment, we're on day nine of our Bookkeepers Bootcamp, which is running live every evening in our Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club. We'll be going live this evening at eight o'clock to talk about email marketing. And tomorrow we're going to be talking about content and social media content management and planning um so join us for those workshops if you can um obviously if you're watching this on replay those workshops won't be available anymore but we are offering our course at the moment we're taking signups for the bookkeeper six month success program and we have our new members call at um, 8 p.m on october the 2nd so i hope that you'll join us lots of people have been signing up and it's lovely we're building this fantastic community so thank you to those of you who've been involved in boot camp and signed up for the course and uh, yeah, best, best place to connect with us is in the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to join us every week on the Bookkeepers Podcast with Topical Bookkeeping Chat. Why not join our free Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.